Hey guys, this is the Walking Well Podcast. I'm your host, Jalon Martz. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. Season four has been a ride and I have enjoyed every moment of it. Um, So we started talking about parenting with intention last week and had Natalie Hawkins on. And I just hope that that was everything to you because it was everything to me. Took tons of notes from that. Um, And today I'm really, really excited to have my parents on the podcast, um, Lonnie and Gian Martz. And um, I think they've both individually been on the podcast at different times, but I've got them here together. And this is actually something that I wanted to do for a long time. Um, because I think, you know, I watched their uh, parenting and their marriage kind of up close. And I know that it is, um, man, it's the real deal and it's it's authentic. And so um, I would love for you guys to be able to benefit from what I've benefited from in all of my years of life. So mom, dad, thanks for joining the podcast. Of course. Of, of course. course. Of course. Of course. Yes. <laughs> so can you give the peeps a little bit of background? So like, how long have you guys been married? How many children do you have? What are their ages? That sort of thing. Go oh. for it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Starting off. <laughs> Starting off. Go for it. I think we have five kids. You think? I think we, I think have. we, I think we have five kids. I'm because, sure we have five Because <laughs> my, kids, no. my kids, my kids, didn't you just say, <laughs> didn't you just say, tell me to do But. Because I, I say that because we have this one kid who shows up every now and then. Uh, he hasn't shown up in a while, but he was a, he was a child considered a child in our home as well, yes. uh, DJ. But uh, so we have five nephew. kids. We have five <laughs> kids. Go ahead, go ahead, ma'am. I'll let you finish. Okay, no, continue. <laughs> We've been married for thirty years, going on thirty years this year yep. in October twenty uh, seventh. But we've been together. What twenty seven? Uh, we've we've been we've been together for two years prior to that, so we dated for two years, and so really we've been together for thirty two years. Long time, yes, long time. Was that date wrong? <laughs> no, it was correct. Oh, okay. I was like, what happened? Yeah. Um, okay, so five kids, thirty two years together, thirty years married. Can you talk about the age range of your children and how well planned out that was? <laughs> well planned out. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, <laughs> so, well planned out. You're 27. I am. And then Lonnie IIV. Who's the internet him. star, guys? And <laughs> talk about my famous brother on here before. Right? 24. And then Gavin is 20. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pause right there for a second because you were born in um, Kansas City. Missouri, and then Elle was born in Tampa, Florida. So you could kind of follow the NFL teams that your dad played for. And then I remember we got to, um, we kind of had a little bit of a uh, kind of move around going from Tampa because we went from Tampa to Houston and then to Nashville. And I realized because my plan was to have y'all spaced out every two years. And because of kind of the move and everything, it's like, wow, okay, wait, we, we kind of missed a step here with Gavin because there's a, that makes a, lot of there's sense a four now. year difference between. <laughs> missed he, a step. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not like that. Wow. There's a four year difference, but I realized I'm like, wait, we missed our two year window. Mm-hmm. 
And so by the time we left Nashville to come to Jacksonville, I was six months pregnant with Gavin, who's 20. He'll be 21 in November. And then we had the the surprise, surprise kids. Ryan, the real surprises. Yeah, because we thought we like we were done at three, which I was cool with, and uh, we weren't. So, um, Ryan's fourteen, soon to be fifteen, and then Taylor's twelve. Yeah, so twenty-seven to twelve. Yeah, it's good. Exciting times. Yeah, man. Myrtle, Myrtle. Wow, wow, that's awkward. Really? (laughs) Right. Oh, oh, listeners, (laughs) how well you're getting to know my life. Just a dip into. Um, so, um, I think one of the big questions, especially, you know, kind of hearing the spacing, um, but also how long you guys have been married, because that can also be kind of unusual, um, spacing of kids and how long you guys have been married. So, like, how do you, parenting-wise, do it? How are you doing this? Jesus. Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) Jesus. Like, really, Jesus. Um, I think about, like, when you guys are the older three were younger, um, like gobbling up parenting resources. Like I remember parenting, I had a subscription to parenting magazine and things like that. Um, but Jesus really like spending time with Jesus. Um, because I, I had this revelation probably early on, um, in my parenting that God loved y'all more than, than I loved y'all. And so he had this blueprint for each one of your lives individually. And in order for me to, understand the things that you needed and how you were wired and bent and all those things. Um, I needed to go to the person who created you who had the blueprint. And so I spent a lot of time in prayer and I still spend a lot of time in prayer in my parenting. So Jesus, yes. I would actually say um, because I was outside the house a lot coming home, uh, it was more of a, okay, this is how the house is being run. Mm. This is what you need to pay attention to. And as Gian was seeking God's wisdom and also obviously dealing with things that I wasn't dealing with on a day-to-day basis while I was at work. Uh, I had to come in and start learning because you start to figure out really quick that no one has a, a blueprint on how to raise kids. Mm-hmm. And when you start to realize that all of your kids are different, you're like, well, we may need to go back to the drawing board and figure out what we're doing right, what we've done wrong. And many times you have to literally stop and and ask yourself, okay, I've been trained this way. I believe this, but that's not the way it's going to work today. Mm. And that is that it, that, that tool, if you will, fails you. And when it fails you, you can't get frustrated. You have to figure out Okay, what's the next thing I need to do? And so many times I would come home and I'm jumping in and thinking that what I've been taught, I'm going to use as a tool and it didn't work. And so now you got to back up and go, okay, Gian, what what tools do you have? And when she starts to use her tools, then I'm going, okay, that works. I can see that. And Mm -hmm. so I started to kind of follow along to, to, to move in the same I guess to move in the same same uh, flow so that we weren't out of touch or not communicating with you the right way. I think we said it already. It's like when someone is is moving in this flow, 
you need to come in and pay attention, see what it's going like, see how well it works. And then you move in that flow as well. Because if you try to come in and disrupt it, it's, it's not going to work well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Let's talk about when you've got a challenging kid. What is, how do you parent um, in a brood of children or even if that's like your only kid or one of two? Yeah. So, you know, I feel, for where we are in life right now with the five of y'all, each one of y'all have had your challenging seasons because you think about when you were 12 and I'm like, hey, hey, <laughs> it was a tough time, you know, not like, you know, tough, 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 but it was for it was you. Like crawling out of windows or anything. Yeah. You know, you weren't sneaking out of the house or anything like that, but it was a tough time because you had entered a new season and I'm like, wait, she has literally lost her mind. It's and I school. thought the same thing about you. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, hold on, hold on, Lonnie. If you come home and find her pent up in the drywall. <laughs> hey, I did that. Yes, I did that. <laughs> and then, you know, L had his challenging seasons. And then <laughs> Gavin has had his challenging seasons. And Mariah has had challenging seasons. Mm-hmm. And, Taylor. you know, I find that somewhere around that. 12, for some of y'all, around that 12 to 13 age range, some of y'all were a little bit delayed, a little bit later. But, um, you know, and, and you may hear me say this kind of over and over again as we're talking today. But what I found in those challenging times was that God was working on me. Mm-hmm. Um, God was trying to teach me something about how to love and um, increasing my my capacity to love more than anything mm-hmm. so that I could respond to whatever was going on in y'all's life mm-hmm. at that time. Um, not non-emotional, but with his heart. So Jesus, that's how you deal with a challenging kid. And I'm not trying to like, like hyper spiritualize it or anything like that, but like literally going to the father and asking how, like what, like, cause you're, you're parenting for the very first time. Mm-hmm. But then you're parenting this child for the very first time. So I say like, you know, everybody had their own challenging time at times and it wasn't always the same issue. And so that that forces forces you to have to adapt, to constantly adapt. Um, And you can't like I don't know how people do it without prayer, like without being on their faces Mm -hmm. before the Lord going, God, what am I? You know, because you can snatch stuff. From your father's house, so mm-hmm. to speak, you can like go. Oh, I know how to do this. I saw it done in my. I saw how it was done in my house. But I'm like, I I would even, I would challenge myself on that because there are some things that I took from our from my house into into our marriage and parenting. But there there are other things that I was like, you know what? I don't. I didn't really like how that kind of panned out in my house growing up. So we're not gonna bring that over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just sharpening tools and looking at how other mom's parents because that's something I did too as a young mom even now I'm like how you do that looking at other other mom's parent I'm like you know I might come up against something I'm like man I'm stumped but you know looking around I'm like I might see somebody who has done it well and go to them and go hey like talk to me because I got this going on that going on you know such and such and such and such and that's again another one of those nuggets make sure you keep people around you like watch how other people parent Mm -hmm. when you see something that 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 you're drawn to lean in a little closer to find out like how they're actually doing that and, and accomplishing that. Like how did they how did they have that awesome relationship with their kid? You know, mm-hmm. lean in a little further and, and and figure out 
how they've got that, how they're working that out. Yeah, so going to the father again, um, when you when when you run up against something that's challenging, that challenges your parenting um, know-how, so to speak, um, and you know, like, wow, I don't know what I'm doing here either because you don't see fruit coming from right. how you're handling the situation, or you just flat out know, I'm I, like, I'm stumped. I don't even know what to do here. Leaning into the Lord, looking, calling on people who are, are f- further along the um, the road than you are in, in terms of your parenting, um, and getting just like resources. Again, like I said, you know, early on, I was my face was stuck into a parenting magazine, um, just trying to hone hone my parenting skills. Mm-hmm. Anything to add there? Felt good. I, and I'll be honest with you, I I remember. Um, getting to a point with L at times when uh, I was spanking and uh, what I, what I literally was, had learned from my mom who was a single mother um, trying to raise a young man who was feeling himself. um, I would try to do that with L and L is totally different kid than me. And he has two parents and what he's supposed to be receiving from me. He's not. So, the spanking, you could spank him harder. You could spank him more, mm-hmm. but it wasn't changing anything. It wasn't effective with him, and it, and it definitely wasn't. It definitely wasn't. Um, you know, me feeling like okay, we're getting through because the spanking wasn't to, to 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 tear him up or embarrass him. It was like, hey, I don't want you doing that. That's not a good thing. Can you understand that? That's that's not good. So I'm trying to get your attention. And you're like, for someone who's trying to get his attention, you are spanking him a lot and you're spanking him more. I think you have his attention, but this tool that you're using is not working. Mm -hmm. And when you recognize that it's not working, you almost go to the source. What I did, I said, well, you know, he's like, you know, you're spanking me too hard. I'm like, (laughs) I'm spanking you too hard. What do you mean? I'm, I'm getting your attention. He's like. No, you're spanking me too hard, and I'm like, okay, this ain't this. This is not what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. We're trying. We're trying to get some some clarity, some understanding of why you don't need to do that. And I realized you could actually talk to them. And when I realized you could talk to them, and they understand, and they also understand where you're coming from, and then you start to understand where you're coming from. All of a sudden, there's a different tool, and and so now you're talking to them and. Did the spanking stop? Not all of them, but but majority of them, yeah. And and they weren't they weren't the same way. It was like you know honestly, I think I I think I would I would pat him one time on his on his bottom, whereas before it was like get the belt, you know, pat him one time on the bottom. What was that for? Okay, it was for this. Such, 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 such. Now it's like oh, that, that's totally different. That's that's huge. That is huge. And and so again. The tools, you know, working those tools. And, and as John said, you find somebody who you see is working it in their lives. That's 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 big, because if you want what they have, just ask them, mm-hmm. ask them, how did they develop that? And it, yeah, people, people are different. Different families do things differently. But if you see some fruit, that's what you're looking for. You're right. looking for the fruit. Right. And if you get that fruit, that's that's where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. So I'm going to mold this next question into two, two separate ones. But like when we talk about parenting with intention, obviously life 
comes a million miles an hour, things shift and change and the unexpected happens. Um, so when, when you go through a hard life season or a hard married season, how do you maintain like good parenting practices um, in that space? <laughs> I think I think one thing I remember that you say um, was may have been Pastor Mike may have said it to, to you or to, don't don't um, don't Pastor Jack. Pastor Jack don't mm-hmm. don't parent a, a, a spank or out of an, an anger. Oh, I think yeah. Go ahead. Okay, go <laughs> with that. I was actually right saying it for you because you could, you could finish it. Oh, out. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say something else. Um, I thought you were going down down a different road. Okay, that that was but, one of the things that that you know. Yeah, I mean, you always have to keep your. That's why I say parenting is so much. Parenting is so much about you and not the kid, um, because it it is about your personal spiritual growth and you learning how to parent with the father's heart. Um, I think about a, a particularly hard season. We're going through a hard financial season. season. And um, I remember one morning the toaster broke. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> the toaster yeah. broke. And it was like the straw that broke the camel's <laughs> back. And I was so frustrated. Oh, my goodness. And I was getting y'all ready for school. And I want, I was so frustrated, but I wanted to to like save face in front of y'all. And I remember the Lord saying, it's like, this is where they learn to walk out their faith when they can see you having a hard day, when they can see you having a hard, a hard time, but you're able to bounce back from that and not sink in it. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to allow them to see your faith walk, mm-hmm. right. even in a hard time, because they'll learn something from witness witnessing that because if if y'all don't ever see us walk through a hard time and bounce bounce back out of that then what hope do you have that your faith your faith will work mm-hmm. um so that's one thing the other thing parenting um like let's say we we had a, a hard time just between the two of us in our marriage is isolating that mm-hmm. like not allowing what's going on between the two of us to filter down because we have a tendency, you know, if, if things are not going on, going well in the marriage realm, the kids feel it, mm-hmm. right? you know, and the challenge there for married couples is to, to contain that and not have like, y'all can have a knockdown drag out when you walk out in front of those kids and you don't allow the kids to feel whatever wrath you may be feeling towards your spouse. Mm-hmm. That's not fair to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so in your heart, marriage times, Contain it and don't allow your children to feel the wrath of you and your spouse having a rough time. And I know that I know that's hard, but it's not like it can't be done mm-hmm. um, because your children just deserve to be children and not um, right. have to deal with adult issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I and that's, that's, a, that's like the biggest thing too. Um, not, you know, everybody says, hey, children should be, you know, they got to they got to learn to deal with situations and they got to grow up. I think. There's a balance there because there, there are certain things that they shouldn't have to deal with. Mm-hmm. They should never see that. They're children. They have to grow as children. Their minds and their hearts have to be maintained and, and, and kept pure and, and moving them into different seasons. And so, uh, you know, the the argument that may go on with two adults yeah. being pushed or what we call it, triangulated to a child is not that, not cool. that no not at all 
cool. Because their child, they don't even know. They Half the time, they're like, well, how did I get pulled into this? Right. And, and then they don't have the wherewithal to to process that. And then they're going to come to you and say, hey, okay, now I need you two to sit down and talk to me right, right. here. And no, they're not going to be able to say that. They're going to walk off with something or either be left with something that you really didn't want to deposit in them. And now you got to go back and figure out how to get that out of them when it's really, it shouldn't have been there in the first place. And now you, you and your spouse are sitting there talking about things or going through things and neither one of you guys have solved that or processed that. And now you passed it on. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it's, it's keeping things isolated or separate from them and letting them grow up as children when things are tough between you two. But at the same time, when things are tough with them, uh, it, it, it's so much, so many things. I, and I think about the, the time when you say, um, we were having hard financial times. That was mm-hmm. tough. And that wasn't just between Gian and I, that was between everybody. Right. And, yeah, you could you can see this happen. You can see this, but even in that, we had some things that we didn't let you guys exactly. see. But but there were certain things that okay, we're walking through this, and now you know that this is what we depended on, and here's how it happened. And even if we didn't tell you about it, you saw us recover from some things and mm-hmm. say, okay, they're doing this this way. Hey, maybe later on we come back and tell you. You know that time when mm-hmm. you know. I had to drop the car off <laughs> and it didn't come back with the car. Here's what happened. Mm-hmm. And here's how it goes now. Here's what we're doing now. And here's what is going to allow us to move back into that circle again to where we have a car mm-hmm. and we have the car and the cars and we're able to pay. And so it's, it's allowing you, as, as John said, to build your faith because we built our faith by the same process. Because I think the, the key point is that your children are looking at you for stability. Mm-hmm. They're looking at you to know how their world is. Because if they see like things going on with you and they're like, wait, that's affecting my world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I say it's important to kind of kind of contain what's going on with um, with you and your marriage and even a financial time, just using wisdom because kids don't need to to deal with adult situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think also in kind of reflecting, because it wasn't even that you shielded us from knowing that times were tough. Like I knew mm-hmm. times were tough. But I think I also, you know, you talk about life shouldn't be hard. I don't know that I um, felt... I don't know. You were, I was aware, but I think I was also just kind of like, all right, well, we're just believing Jesus. You know, like, okay, well, that's just Lord, da da da. Like, oh, I noticed this, this, and this. God, we're just believing you, da da da. And so, like, recognizing that you, you couldn't shield me from everything, right. but what you showed me was this is how we we manage, this is how we move through challenges, right. um, challenging seasons in general. Yeah. So, here's a like this question because like you mentioned we do have sets of kids in our family so yes. there's that first set of children <laughs> um that was probably parented most properly oh and then there there's the second set of wild children <laughs> wow um that wow. this new age parenting stuff <laughs> i don't know but um so like how has your parenting evolved with you it has just done that <laughs> it has evolved with me and i was intense with the three of y'all, mm-hmm. the oldest three. <laughs> yep. Intense, man. And that was my personality. And as God has um, 
has taught me some things, has shown me some things, um, has shown me that he can see better than I can see. He can love harder than I can love. I've kind of relaxed my stance and, mm-hmm. and also thinking that you got to get everything right now. Mm-hmm. You got to do it all right. You got to, you, mm-hmm. you know, it has to be done this way. God has like freed me from that. Um, and where I, my view about certain things were a certain type of way. Like I think about Disney all the time. Disney comes to mind. I don't know why. Um, there were certain Disney shows that I would not allow y'all to watch. And there's still certain shows and things like that that I don't allow the girls to watch because I, protecting their moral innoc- innocence is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want them to be effective in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't want to raise kids who mm-hmm. are spiritually arrogant. Mm-hmm. Um, like, cause that stinks. That's like pharisaical. It just, it just reeks. And I'm like, you, 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 you can't even relate to the world around you because you're so hyper, super spiritual. <laughs> um, and it's don't touch this. Don't drink this. Don't see this. Don't, 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 mm-hmm. don't, don't. Instead of, instead now. So that was my, my perception early on but now it's like oh yeah that um commercial that just came up on tv that does not align with how we see things we talk about them it's not like oh cover your eyes okay you know (laughs) there's still some cover your eye things you know Mm -hmm. but there's more balance i think Mm -hmm. in my parents and because that's where god has brought has brought me as an individual to a place of okay hold on let's come center (laughs) now everything's not evil Mm -hmm. in the world um so Yes, so my parenting has evolved with me as a person and as an individual. As God has brought me along, I've started to relax a lot more and kind of move more into a place of um, coaching instead of mm-hmm. directing all the time. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I, uh, I, I've, you know, most of the time I would say, well, past 10 years, probably past 10 years, has been a, a huge change for me. And it's been, okay, parenting and coaching at home and then parenting and on coaching on a football field, on mm-hmm. a job. And what I've learned over the past 10 years was a lot of things I did was wrong in the beginning and the ways I thought was wrong. And this this past year was was a really good year for, for, uh, for me in terms of I had fun coaching mm-hmm. and... I had fun and I think the kids had fun. And so it showed me something about that, that, that tight fisted, mm-hmm. you know, you know, dic- dictatorship. Do it, like this. it was like, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be like that. Really, what you want to do is you want to have fun, answer questions, make sure that they can talk to you and that they are willing to talk to you and that when they talk to you, uh, what we say, your knees don't buckle when they say certain yeah, things. They can say whatever like, they want to say. Your knees yeah, don't buckle. It's like yeah. okay, yeah, sure. Well, let's let's talk about that. Let's yeah. let's go because the more you get used to having them in your presence and them talking to you, the easier it becomes for them to be who they are, and then you to be able to see. Okay, I may have to talk to you about this, and then you have to live that decision out. I can't make you make that decision. I can't. I can't control you. I, I, I may want to control mm-hmm. you, but I can't control you. And me knowing that I can't control you allows me to say, well, maybe I can guide you. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can coach you. And so 
Um, I used to get into it with Taylor. You know, Taylor working out. <laughs> you just get into it. Taylor, Taylor, you want to be good? You want to work out? Okay, let's let's. You know, he, here's the next one. You know, Taylor, get in there. Let's go. Let's go. And Taylor was somewhere along the workout within five minutes. Go out, get out, Taylor. Get get out of the workout. Leave now. Don't come back. No, nope. kicked not out. Not tomorrow. Out a couple and, times. And you know, Taylor will be like, okay, bye. Right. And, and you know, I'm like, Arr. you know. And so, um, I learned. I learned that that um, don't 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 be tight fisted. Look at who it is. Look at the child. Look at your children, and guide them, because that's all really all you can do. And, and once you let up, and uh, I think John and I were talking about it earlier today, it's, it's fear of them making unwise choices mm-hmm. that, you know, just tightens you up. Mm-hmm. And I can't tighten up off of unwise choices. What I have to do is I have to actually say, you know what? Um, you're going to have to live with that consequence, but some way, somehow give them enough information so that they step wisely mm-hmm. or at least not just go running into it and, and tear everything up, you know, but I'm going to have to talk to you. And, and as John said, that's been the, the, the most real thing that has happened because there's so many things that they come talk to you about. And I've noticed that uh, like, like with Gavin, Gavin uh, calls me and asks me, Gavin would have, when I was coaching Gavin. He didn't ask me how to do a play. Well, he just did it. He didn't. He didn't ask. Didn't want to do it. And that was because I'm driving him away. But now that I'm open and I'm letting him talk and tell me whatever he needs to tell me and to, and how he's handling it and not going. You got to do it like this and you got to do it like that. He's fine. He 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 will actually face Facetime me and ask. Hey, just got done. We're doing this. And we're doing that. And all I do is okay. That's good. That's good. So so what you gonna do with next? You know. And and that's it. I'm not telling him what he should be doing. I'm not telling him how he should be doing it, but he's able to talk to me. And, and, and if it's something that off of football that he wants to go, great, great. Let's, let's talk about it. And I think that's because control does not breed relationship. Mm-hmm. Kids, people run, want to run from control when yeah. they, when they feel like they're being controlled, there is no relationship, but where, where there's, there's freedom then there's relationship. You have that freedom to to come to me, the freedom to bring whatever you need to bring to me without, you know, me going, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. Oh, da, 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 da. Oh, you know, and freaking out. Then they have, they feel the freedom to be able to come just like God, the father is like, hey, you sin, repent, turn, turn, turn away from your sin and come back to me. And we just as man, like as parents, we we have got to see the model that God has set mm. before us, and then model that before our children, so that we can, you know, our influence follows them out the door when they're ready to leave our home. So, mm. yeah. yeah, so many good things. Mm. Um, okay, so like I I love starting with the how do you do a question because I think people look at you guys and are always kind of like. Yeah. How are your kids so amazing? Especially Jalon. But like, how are your oh kids so amazing? <laughs> oh my gosh. Was that a self, that a self that? plug? Oh, a self definitely. Plug? Oh my gosh. I mean, it's just a fact. No, oh I'm kidding. Oh my gosh. I'm in there by my <laughs> This is my podcast. I say what I want. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but I think people look at you and are like, and look at us and are just like, oh my goodness, like, what a wonderful little family. Or why are they all so great? And, um, and I think sometimes they think, that it's like, 
it's an anomaly. It's out of their reach. It's like a freak of nature that you guys are super exceptional. And so that's why um, our family is whatever they perceive it to be. Um, but I know you often are kind of like, it's just in just talking about what you've done. It's very reachable. It's very accessible totally. stuff. Like having a, <laughs> um, being intentional parents being, and I don't even think that you parented us so that we would be like, whatever the world thinks is amazing. I right, think you no. guys were just like, okay, this is, this is what we know to do next for them. Um, this is what we think we should be doing next for them as we're following the Lord's leading. Um, and and I think that is a really important thing for people to know that it's not like a hack the system. It's not like a um, a magic spell. It's really kind of parenting with the Lord, right? So so can I bring this all the way back? And some people have heard this, and some haven't. Mm-hmm. But like when we first got married, the doctor told us that it would be really hard for us to have children, mm-hmm. and we lost a baby before we had you. And then when we had you, you know the challenges, and that's that's a whole other story for another time, the challenges that we had in having you. And so to go from you guys probably won't ever have children to having five children. Hmm. And, like, I always wanted to be a mom. Like, I can remember, like, sixth, seventh, eighth grade going, what do you want to be? I just want to be a mom. Mm -hmm. And, um, And realizing that God had blessed us with these children, my heart cried, okay, God, you've been so good to us. What do we need? What what should we Mm -hmm. offer you? What can we give to you? And I'm like, you know what? We give these children back to Mm -hmm. you, Um, which is what the Lord wants. He's like, you know, hey, those are my kids. Mm -hmm. I just want you to parent them while they're there with you. Open your (laughs) hand up. You know, make sure you keep your hand open as you're parenting them. Um, but look to me for everything that they need. And that's just that's just been the deal, man. Like, what are you laughing about? I'm laughing because I, that was like the number one thing she said. Mm-hmm. The minute we tried to figure out, I think it was at the christening of Jalan. It was like, God has said to give these kids back to him. Yeah. I, well, he said, I'm going to give you these kids. And she said, I'm going to give them back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that has always been like, from day one, yeah. as soon as we found out we were pregnant, back to the Lord. Mm, yeah. Back to the Lord. Yeah. Every time. And that's, it's so, like, I've had people ask me, like, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jesus? <laughs> no, but like, for real. So first of all, I stand and watch y'all and I'm amazed. Right. I'm like, what? like. I stand back and look at y'all. I was just telling somebody this week. I'm like, I, like when you see things in your children that you know you did not cultivate, like for right, real, like right. intentionally cultivate, you can't take credit for that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, God, you're amazing. <laughs> you're absolutely amazing because you got this thing going on separate and apart from me mm-hmm. with them. So that's one. That's that's pretty cool. So I stand in amazement of that because I'm like, I see things come out of y'all that I'm, I know we didn't, right. can, we didn't cultivate. Can I say something? Yeah, um, of course. Jalan, it's always been in her mouth, her talking, yeah. her speech. Yeah. L has always been something his ability creative. to 
creative and, and, and laughter. And, and then, and then Gavin has always been about athletics. athletics. And then you look at Mo now and I say Mo is like a sponge. She can pick up anything yeah. and, and, and learn like how to do genius. It. Just anything. boom. And then Tay is like very confident, but almost <laughs> like, like, like prophetess type type. Yeah. Those things don't, don't bother me. The, the things that, that normally, you know, mess with middle schoolers, not a thing for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm about this and you almost have to, pull her back, you know? And so those are things that when we, when we see them, we think, yeah, wow, God put that there. And he's, he's actually cultivating that because all we're doing is trying to make sure that you know that I'm dad, that's mom. And we're, 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 we're we're proud of you and we're working with you. But those things, we we don't know where they come from other than God. But it's, it's just like, so, so you have those things, but then you also know, we have to plant and we have to water, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so all along, we've been teaching y'all about God, teaching mm-hmm. you about the word, teaching you about the things of God and trying to try our best to model those things before you, mm-hmm. because we know what we put before you is, is what you, you guys are mm-hmm. going to duplicate. So again, going back to the father, like I cannot express, I remember somebody coming to me and asking me like, how do you, like, how do you do it? Like, and I said prayer on my face, and she was like, "No, no, 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 no!" Like, really, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, prayer on my face <laughs> before the Lord, getting instructions from Him about how to do this, when to do this, what to say, what not to say. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, when to let go, when to, when to trust Him, because parenting is a lot about trust. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do it where your kids can really produce fruit separate and apart from you. Um, you have to trust that God can do what God needs to do in their lives. Um, so that's, I mean, that's it. It's, it's the things that God does with y'all just between y'all and him. And it's the things that dad and I have, um, purpose to plant water, you know, seed into your lives and then surround y'all with people whose voices echo the same things Mm -hmm. that we would be saying, because that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we, uh, I think a very important part is relinquishing our outcome. Our interest. Our, yeah. our interest in the outcome. <laughs> yes. Because what, what has happened, like we just had something this morning and your mom, the Holy Spirit told her to ask about this thing. And I was like, you know, um, no, I hadn't, I was not even going down that road. I was not even thinking that. And all of a sudden it hit me. The Lord was like, ah, you didn't, you didn't, you were thinking such and such, and you were thinking that this is what's going to happen, but let me show you what I perceive as coming mm-hmm. or a possibility. And that is no different than the way we've raised you guys. It's like, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're putting this in, and the Lord's like, ah, let me show you something, because this is, this is another part of what's mm-hmm. happening. And then, and then you go, wow, I can't believe you've been cultivating that in them Mm -hmm. through the seasons that they've been going through. Mm -hmm. And now you have a specific purpose for that. And we are, we are watching that happen right before our eyes. And we would have never even never, never thought it was for that. Mm -hmm. We never thought that what you were doing in that season and that time was for this. I always laugh when your mom talk about teacher that, uh, that gave, that marked up your paper. Mm, it's and it's great. like, and it's like now, Child now, rest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and now, now you can, I mean, just stellar. 
in 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 English. Stellar, just like like we we call you wordsmith, you know, because we're like, hey, how do I say this? Hey, how do I say this? And like, uh, Gian, can you uh, can you ask Jill? Can she tell us? Oh yeah, well, this is how I say what. And it's because of those things that that yeah. those seasons that we've gone mm-hmm. through. And so again. The Lord, we, we walk it out and we talk about it. We pray about it. And then the Lord goes, yeah, let me, let me shift this over here. Cause I need, if I shift this over here, you guys can see this a little bit better. And we're like, Oh, wow. Okay. All right. And at the same time, you guys are just walking in it. You're just doing it. And, and we're like, yeah, d- does that come from you? No, I didn't, did you put that down? I didn't put that down. <laughs> and we look, we look at each other. Wow. Did, did they come to you and, and you know, People will call it. I mean, we used to laugh when we go eat. <laughs> we used to not eat people. Your kids are just the, used the to say greatest that. kids. They <laughs> they're, they're just. The, I, they, they would think that we had like like, like what they have with the, the dogs or the dogs just, with the, uh, with, the, with the collar on them. Like, you got collars on your kids because they're just acting. We're like, no, no. What what did you? Where, where, where were you? Because just now I almost choked her. You know. <laughs> so, but but it was it was always they come over like. And we're like, we're scratching our head. Like, we're just sitting here having dinner. Uh, that's it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad. Won't tell them that. You don't need to come <laughs> over and tell them that again, but it's okay. Yeah. So it's, it's great. It's great. Uh, God's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. But something that just came to mind is that I was talking. Um, you know, the scripture that we see in the, in, the, in the Bible a couple of times where it says, Honor your mother and your father, that your days may be long upon the face of the earth. And you wonder why. Why would God attach a promise to that command? Because um, you see it in the Old Testament, in the uh, Ten Commandments, and you see it again repeated in Ephesians. And when I when I think about that, I always think what I think, not always think, but what I think is that God has placed parents in the earth realm to be his represented represented represent, representatives representative mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is his representative in the earth realm on how you relate to him and how parents relate to their children is how he relates to his children mm-hmm. and i think that's why i mean it's a, it's a relationship that he takes seriously just like marriage but the parent child relationship is one that is very near and dear to to, to god's heart because it models it. It's supposed to mirror how he loves us and how he treats us. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, if you if you guys can do this the way that I do it with you, mm-hmm. there's a reward on the back end mm-hmm. of that for mm-hmm. you. There's a reward on the back end end of it for you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that just came to mind when your dad was talking. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, so in the last like five ish minutes, what? like pieces of advice and that could be like, do this, don't do this or Mm -hmm. resource that was like, this changed everything for me. Would you offer? Here's one. Here's, this is a one that's been huge for me. Um, just in the past, I don't know how many years, um, had a, a man to tell me one day when we were going through a tough, a challenging season, with, um, one of the kids, one of our kids, one of y'all, but he said, whatever you do, don't lose the relationship. Hmm. And that has stuck with me because in that tough time, when you, when you get into a challenging time with your child, where your child may not be doing what you want them to do, Hmm. our natural um, low way of loving is you're not doing what I want you to do. So I'm going to cut off the relationship with you. I'm going to, and I'm going to go over here and you're going to go sit in your room and I'm not going to talk to you because I am mad with you Mm -hmm. right now. And, um, 
when I heard that don't lose the relationship, the other thing that God said to me was don't mirror anything before your children that I don't do with you. Mm-hmm. So what you see me do with, with you, do with them. Mm-hmm. And don't do anything other than that. Mm-hmm. And so God is always about relationship. Again, like when we sin, he's like, hey, hey I'm, I'm still here. I didn't go anywhere. I'm mm-hmm. still here. Come back to me. Mm-hmm. So that that's one thing that stuck in my mind is don't lose the relationship. And that's how you tend to grow in mm-hmm. your capacity to love. Because it's hard sometimes when your kid isn't doing what you expect them to do to stay right there and to keep loving. Because I, re- I remember this clearly, like, you know, when we were going with going through this hard time with um, with one of the kids and I remember um, that kid said, uh, I'm hungry. And I was like, well, I'm not getting you food because I don't have to because you did do X, Y and Z and you're doing A, B and C and blah, 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 blah in my mind. And so I pushed through that when and got a McDonald's because I know that I knew that was their favorite thing to eat mm-hmm. and blessed them. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe my capacity to love grew in that moment mm-hmm. because it wasn't the I didn't choose a natural, easy way of loving loving at that time, but I chose the way that God had impressed upon me, which was don't don't do anything with them that you haven't seen me do with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that's a huge those two things. Don't lose a relationship um, as much as possible because sometimes some things are really really hard. But um, like put a put a uh, put a, a high value on relationship with your with your children, maintaining the relationship, and then don't mirror anything before them that God doesn't do with you. Mm-hmm. Those two things. Honestly, honestly, just just remember that you can't control them. Yeah, and uh, yeah. the the self control that you have, um, you have to make sure that you don't turn it over to situations, circumstances, or, um, just, just, you know, the child themselves. Um, and so that, that is a big deal. I'm I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm still learning that right now. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, we have self-control and since we can master ourselves, we need to master ourselves to be able to teach them to master themselves. Mm -hmm. But if you can't master yourself, mm-hmm. then they're not going to learn. And mm-hmm. so what you're going to wind up doing is the power that you do have of self-control and self-mastery, you turn it over to a situation. And that situation, when it gets to that situation, what I've heard is, and this comes from a resource, Danny Silk. He said, uh, when you turn that, that, that power over and all of a sudden thinking shuts down. And emotions Run. speed up. Mm-hmm. And when emotions speed up, especially if they're of the fear and anger kind, mm-hmm. they can do a lot of damage. And I've walked in that a lot. And so as your mom talks about, you know, don't lose a relationship. A big thing about don't lose a relationship is knowing when that is at your front door. Mm-hmm. Not so much, hey, uh, I've been in this situation before and I, I know how to handle it. But when is it at your front door that you have to make that, that, yeah, mm-hmm. you have to make that decision, and that's a big deal because mm-hmm. I was I'm always the one that's like I'm a little bit behind, <laughs> you know. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm I know they're gonna do, you're gonna do what I said doing, and, and like, whoa, 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 did you understand that that does not work? Mm-hmm. That's actually losing the relationship. Like, what, what, when does it get to your door, and and when do you make the decision not to go that route? Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a big part of uh, parenting as well. Mm-hmm. 
Good stuff. So guys, they have a podcast too. Um, and it's called Family Fortitude. So can you tell people um, where they can connect with you? I know some of us have like things. I don't know. You guys have stuff going on. So I've let you stuff. put out the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what stuff? stuff do y'all have out that you'd want people to know about and connect with? So we're on Instagram. The, the podcast is wherever you can listen to the Family Fortitude podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. So whether that's um, in the Google Google Store, on Apple, on Anchor. Uh, we're on Instagram at Family Fortitude and also on Facebook at Family Fortitude. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And yeah. we've just started uh, Level of Playing Field Leadership Academy. Yeah. And so that's something that we're doing, we're working on, and it's to help um, boys of color yeah, from, uh, single parent from single parent homes be successful on and off the football field, and you'll uh, hear in that. season, out of season. Yeah, you'll hear more about that in the coming weeks, um, and we can, we'll tell you how to connect. Well, you'll know how to connect with us. So I guess <laughs> in their little cryptic way. <laughs> so just connect with them on those platforms. Family Fortitude should be really easy to connect with and. Um. Yeah, and and follow them because they're always really good nuggets. Um, and you can check out the previous podcast episodes that they've done. We did one on race. I know we're trying to get another one. Oh yeah, we got done on race. <laughs> yes. um, but my super superstar brother is always out of town, so <laughs> right? It's hard to record. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. You know the typical ways to connect with the Walking Well podcast. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're kind of on Twitter, but we're not really on Twitter. So um, connect there. And as always, have an amazing week. Boss it out. Love you guys. Bye.